Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Coffee Thoughts episode 37, I believe, 37. Um, kind of sad because I don't have coffee, and the reason is, is because I just had a huge Starbucks cold brew, and, um, you know, I, I probably should just give myself a little break on the caffeine. But, spirit of coffee is still well and alive, and, uh, yeah, I figured it was a striped sweater day. Nice little, uh, striped sweater. Pretty cozy, it's cold outside, it's like snowing and being Canada. So anyway, thanks for watching guys. I appreciate it. Um, if you haven't subscribed, please hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on Apple uh, podcast or SoundCloud, please also subscribe to the podcast on there because I'm doing an episode every single week. And uh, this week I, I kind of struggled again with just knowing what to talk about. And I think part of Part of what, uh, part of why that is, is because when I started my podcast, I was just always recording it on my phone, and I didn't really have a schedule uh, for it, you know. So I was just kind of doing it whenever. And like since I've started doing it a weekly like video, um, number one, there's just so many more things to talk about because I, I see everybody's comments, and uh, there's so many different, um, you know, ideas that people have that they want me to talk about, and some things I've talked about in previous episodes and whatever. But there's just so many topics. So today I was just like, man, like. I want to like really go into it. I really just have like I just want to talk about something. I want to like get deep with something. And uh, I, yeah, I ended up deciding that I, I want to share some trippy stories with you guys. I want to share some kind of I guess you could call them paranormal uh, experiences that I've had throughout my life because people do ask me that, and you know I've talked about kind of the the essence of you know just energy and you know just like a lot of trippy stuff about life that maybe could make you think about that stuff in a different way but I've never really shared um, you know actual experiences that I have had with that because I feel I wouldn't really talk about it if I hadn't um, you know had some kind of experience with with it in my life which I have um, and so I kinda wanna go into that um, a little bit here and we'll just see what happens uh, I've I love telling stories. I don't. I don't do it a whole lot. I don't get to do it a whole lot. You know. I feel like with this kind of stuff, um, I feel like with this kind of stuff specifically, it's just something that I don't. Uh, you know, I don't talk about with people a lot. It's not like I just, I just bring it up to my friends or just bring it up if I'm <laughs> like at a party or something or, or just meeting somebody. So, um, you know, a lot of times it's just experiences that I've had that kind of stay with me and I kind of interpret my own way. Um, but they have had a, a pretty large effect on my on my view. And uh, it's not like it happens constantly, um, but it's happened enough times in my life where um, it has kind of revealed to me that there are many more things uh, that we just simply just, I, I think, can't um, understand because of our physical limitations and the fact that we're human and we only have five senses, which are, which are limited in themselves. You know, it's even something as simple as like a dog um, has a way stronger sense of smell than we do. That doesn't mean just because we can't smell something the scent isn't there. We just can't, uh, you know, we just, we're just not able to perceive it. And same with sound, you know, dogs can hear a, a much broader spectrum than we can. And it doesn't mean the sound's not there just because we can't hear it. It's still there. We just can't perceive it. So I feel like it's the same with, um, with, you know, things that we call paranormal. It's just, we just can't, we just can't understand it. We can't grasp it. We can't, uh, fully, you know, see the, see the, the, the full picture. So I think it's kind of important to look at it that way instead of, you know, immediately saying, this is a ghost. This is like a dead person. This is their spirit. It's just, and then putting labels on it. It's just like, 
approach it with an open mind and kind of that's that's kind of where the way that I want to approach it today is just just be open you know just whatever you believe or don't believe just try to be open and look at it that way that maybe there's just things you don't know there's things I don't know there's things that none of us know or can understand because we are human beings and because of our our physical limitations um, okay so I guess I'll start here I'm probably gonna kinda jump around a little bit but I'm just gonna try to share overall what I've experienced um, so when I was young this was this was a long time ago this was when I was like really young so let's say like eight nine um, kind of up till up till around maybe 13, 12 or 13 and so I I lived in a house obviously and uh, it was it was just a place where like a lot of negative things happen, you know. So like my parents fought a lot there. Like there was always kind of anger. There was always, um, you know, sadness. There was always fear. There was always um, just really bad emotions. And I'm not saying like all the time. It's like obviously I had good times as a kid, but just the kind of overall vibe there was chaos. Um, and I obviously didn't understand any thing until I was like old enough to understand anything you know what I mean so I just always felt that like I would just felt that I felt kind of scared I felt sad I was confused I was comparing myself to people that I knew and saying like why do what like when I go to my friend's house it doesn't feel this way like why does my house feel this way and just kind of that was really the the best way I could grasp it in my head but as I started to um, get a little bit older um, I think the first thing that I remember that happens Aside from like, you know, always kind of feeling that like there was some something there, like even when I, if I was home by myself, I always just felt this like presence, you know, I was just felt like I was like being watched or I felt like there was just something there, you know, and obviously like I didn't, I didn't know really, I didn't understand it. But what started to happen um, was in my room, my old room, um, I would wake up. And this this ha started to happen all the time. I would wake up, you know, I slept in the in the complete dark. Um, I would wake up and you know you know that feeling like when you wake up and you're kind of half asleep. That would happen, and I, it was always this. There was a wall right beside my bed, and I would always see like that. It would just look like there was this like black figure just crawling on my wall. And I know it sounds terrifying, uh, but that that started to happen. I would just I would just kind of wake up and, and look over there, and it would just look like this black thing on my wall. And, uh, you know, I would then, like, kind of jolt up and wake up and then turn the lights on. Obviously, there's nothing there. But it's, it, it started to happen, like, quite often. Um, and it kind of got to the point where it was, like, just really scaring me because every time, like, I would, you know, wake up, there would be nothing there. But it was like I saw it for a moment. And I felt the fear. I felt, the, I felt that feeling. And uh, a couple times what even happened was, like, I woke up and I opened my eyes and, it, and it, it looked like there was somebody or something literally right beside me, like, looking at me. And I know, again, this sounds, like, really scary and really dark, but I'm, I'm going to eventually get to the point with it. Um, so just that, that kind of started to happen. And then as I got a little bit older, um, kind of the next thing that I, that I remember happening was... Um, I <clears throat> I used to hear I used to I had a fish tank in my corner okay in my room my room just started to fucking scare me basically but I had a fish tank in the corner and not that that really matters but this started to happen too so I would like be going to sleep and I started to he I would hear this like it just sounded like some something was like scratching my wall and it always came from the corner where my fish tank was and every single time 
that I called my parents and it would stop every single time. They never heard it, but this happened like nights and nights and nights over and over and over. And my dad would always say, no, it's just a mouse. It's just something like, just like a little animal. But like, it was not like, I, I know what, I know what a mouse sounds like. And this was not, this literally sounded like somebody scratching at my wall, like with their hands. And I know again, that's fucking terrifying. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, it was terrifying. So just these weird things started to happen. And then as I kind of got a bit older, uh, you know, going into high school, you know, things would be like, well, after my, after my parents split up, it was just me and my mom living there. Uh, things would happen like I would be in the shower and um, you know I would hear like the kitchen drawer open and like utensils moving and shit and I would just think my mom's home and I would get out and my mom is not home from work um, or just I would be in the bathroom like you know getting ready and I, like our floor used to squeak kind of creak when, when people walked and I would hear that and just like say like mom like you know and my mom would not be there or just nobody would be there and it was just always these like sounds it just it just seemed like somebody was there and um, you know this one time I was in the basement and we had just had a little night light in our hallway and you know it was pitch black except for that light and like I saw something run past it like it didn't flicker it was just like something went in front of it like just shit like that used to start happening and it got to the point where even like you know a couple times when my friends slept over they had similar experiences, they had similar like just waking up and feeling really uneasy, feeling just really freaked out. This one night we all woke up at the same time um, and just like felt this really weird energy, like just shit like that would happen. So anyway, so I think from kind of a young age, um, whatever whatever that stuff was, um, it was present in my life, you know, it was something that I was aware of, it was something that I like had personally experienced and, and again, it's not really like you know, something I can just tell people for a fact. It's just like, I just know what I experienced, um, you know, as a kid. And that was part of it. And I, I didn't understand it whatsoever, um, like I do now a little bit, you know. But so that was like part of kind of my childhood was just was just kind of these weird little experiences. And even like when I got into music and stuff, like this kind of shit was still happening. And, um, you know, the first time I lost somebody close to me was my grandfather. And, uh, you know, that was really, that was really hard because I, I was pretty, you know, I was still pretty young, but I was old enough to understand. And he was like, you know, one of my best friends, like we were so close and he was always there for me through all the shit that I went through, uh, as a kid, like he was always there for me. And I remember like when he passed away, um, he used to live at our place, like him and my grandmother used to live like downstairs for a while. Um, you know, my mom and like, she would always tell me like she heard like you know, sound like he was like snoring. And I remember on my birthday, it was the birthday after he passed away, I was sitting at my computer, pretty sure I was playing Minecraft or something. And I just heard this like thump behind me and I turned around and there was this like giant candle which had been on our windowsill, uh, just on the floor, like sitting straight up. And it was on my birthday, it was after he passed away and my grandma and my mom were sitting in the kitchen and they just started, like, my grandma, I just remember, started crying. It was just like, you know, he's just, like, telling you happy birthday, you know what I mean? So just shit like that did happen to me. And I can't sit here and tell you that it happened because our brains always want to, like, they don't want to believe weird shit, so I think automatically you're just like, that's bullshit, and that's totally fine if you think that. I don't really care. I'm just kind of explaining, um, to kind of lead up to where I'm going, that I had a lot of weird shit happen like that. And so after living in that house and kind of starting high school, getting into music, um, you know, kind of finding my way a little bit, that stuff didn't really happen. And I wasn't home as much anymore. 
I um, was always at my friend's house and stuff, so I kind of like that shit didn't really happen. Um, my mom did end up moving to this other house, which was even, I think, just scarier to me. That, that The house she moved into, it was fucked, man. Like, it, I, I just remember, like, anytime I was there, it just was heavy. Like, the air was heavy. Everything was heavy. And uh, that house, I lived there for a little bit, and that's where I got super into meditation and super into starting to learn about spirituality and, and all that kind of shit. So when I, when I lived there, I think because I was fucking with meditation every single day, um, learning more about it, trying lucid dreaming, uh, just kind of opening my mind to all this like stuff that I never had, in a way, it was kind of opening up me up to, to the the paranormal stuff, I guess, a little bit again, and and I had so many weird experiences there too with the same kind of shit, um, and you know, people talk to me about shadow people, and I swear, like, I've seen that kind of shit too, like, it wasn't necessarily like, how people have explained it, but I would just, like, it just looks like shadows moving, it looks like people fucking running across shadows, like, I just would see that shit all the time, and, um, you know, it just, I had to leave because it was just such a heavy feeling there. And uh, it was when I was kind of opening myself up to all this like spiritual stuff too. So I just I really felt the energy like the energy of something not good, um, and I just couldn't do it. And so after that point, and I think partially because of the stuff that I experienced as a kid, uh, in that regard, um, and it it didn't feel good. It wasn't like it felt like interesting. It was bad. It did not feel good. It scared me. Um, it felt negative. I, I think that allowed me to be really a lot more sensitive to just energy so anytime let's like if I walk into a house or I walk into or I meet somebody um I just was able to like vibe people more you know because I know what that energy feels like and some people carry pieces of that some buildings carry pieces of that like some situations you just get a bad feeling and I I, I feel like all that stuff kind of helps me to to be in tune with that and and again like getting into meditation and learning as much as I could about you know, just energy, energies, and, you know, just looking at things through a different lens, kind of all built up to, to helping me, like, just be aware of that stuff. Um, okay, so anyway, like, since then, that was when I was, like, 16, 17, I didn't really have, I haven't really had any of those kind of experiences, um, you know, in a negative way. You know, I haven't really felt like there's been any, like, crazy, like, demon shit or like ghost shit and I think part of it is because I see it in a completely different way now um, but you know that's always stuck with me right you know that's always been something that I have experienced and so it's like some yeah like I've had a lot of trippy experiences on you know since then I've had a lot of like weird like little moments where it's just like what the fuck that makes no sense like that is like beyond um, but it's never been like constant bad or anything like that um, so I this is kinda where I wanted to go with that so uh believe I was 18 or 19 and I discovered um, I've talked about this channel I've talked about this dude before I discovered something called higher balance Institute um, which is started by this this man named Eric Pepin who I believe is from California they're based in California um, but I came across one of his videos and uh, right away what got me was he he started to talk about um, something that he he calls static. I don't know if any of you guys have ever experienced this before, but I have brought it up to people that I know, and some people say, like, yo, I've seen that. Some people say, like, yeah, like, that's something I've thought about. I've just never, like, talked about it with anybody. And some people are just like, I have no clue what the fuck you're talking about. Um, so essentially, like, if you're sitting in a dark room, or even just, like, a dimly lit room, and you just look out a wall, 
Like you just look at the wall in front of you and you just stare at it for a while. There, like between you and the wall, there's like static. There's like this, it just like, I can see it right now and I, I can see it all the fucking time now. But it's like if you just, you're especially, it, it's easier in a dark room. If you just look at a wall, like don't stare, don't focus on the wall, but it's like what's around the wall. And the more you look at it, the more you open yourself up to it, I feel like it gets brighter and you start to notice it more. And then you can kind of look around and you realize it's literally fucking surrounding everything all the time. Even during the day, the more you practice, you can kind of start to see it. But he started to talk about that. And I was like, whoa, like, I, I have noticed that. That's I have noticed that. I've ne never heard anyone else talk about it. So I started getting really into his teachings. And, you know, he believes that reality is a simulation, um, which I personally don't know. Like, I don't really know. You know, I, I feel like, to me, life feels like a fucking video game. And it's, like, modeled exactly the way that we would model a video game. Um, but, you know, I, I think to me, in, in my mind, I, I, have, I have a really hard time understanding how something could create it because that thing would also be it. So I, you know, I, I love his teachings. I just don't know if I'm like 100% like, yo, I follow this to a T, but his teachings are fucking incredible and, and got me to, you know, the point I'm at now with all of that, I think, and it helped me kind of on my journey. But he started to talk about the static and the more that, you know, I, I listened to him and the things he had to say about it and... You know, he started to talk about it as if, you know, that stuff is just kind of kind of like pixels, kind of like pixels would be like on a computer screen. And, uh, you know, it's just crazy because the more I started to like, I was like, dude, like every what is this shit? Like it's <laughs> I was never taught what that is. Like it's everywhere, though. So it's like almost like this a fucking screen, you know, and it's like it's weird. It's really it's really crazy. And it still trips me out. But um, I just I remember I started to. I started to do like practices every night so I would, I would just like notice this static and I would just like look at it and I would sit in like in a dark room and I would look at my hands you know I would just stare at my hands like sometimes for like a fucking hour because the more I do that the more like it looks like my hands kind of become part of that and you know I don't know if you guys have ever read about like seeing auras and whatnot like I, I don't really know like a whole ton about that specifically but you know, I've been at the point, like, I can see, it looks like my hands are glowing. Like, if I sit in that static long enough, and if I move my hands, it looks like almost, like, they're moving through water. It's just, like, anyway, it's just really trippy, and if you, you should try it. I'll link you guys to a video. Um, and this is, like, hard to explain. It's hard to articulate, because there's so much, like, I have to tell you. But, um, essentially, I just started to, like, really dive into that. And I was like, yo, there's some trippy shit here. Like, there is some crazy shit here. And I've never heard anyone else talk about it. I've never talked about it with anybody else. So it just became, kind of became this, like, part of my awareness that I was always, like, noticing the static. I was always, like, noticing, like, you know, that it was around other people. And certain people, um, I, would n I would notice it more, you know. And <clears throat> so I just really kind of became aware of that stuff. And uh, I noticed it a lot when I was making music. Um, at nighttime, uh, I would notice it around my speakers and I would notice it around my computer and to me that started to be like when there's energy flowing like when there's like a lot of energy which music is all frequency and energy and I'm putting that focus on it like I would notice a patch of that static like more dense and um, that kind of led me to understanding that everything is energy everything is moving and then this is kind of something that I got into a little bit further was about how, you know, just because it started to make me think about what I experienced when I was younger. 
And, um, you know, because I did still even notice that when I was younger. I, I, I did see that when I was younger. I just had no fucking clue. Um, but, so I kind of, I found this, I think it was a video or something. It was, I think it was, it might have been Eric talking about it. But it's just how, like, every, because everything is moving. Everything, even that looks solid, is vibrating really fast. Like, nothing is actually solid or still. Everything is vibrating. So are we. And so is, is every emotion that we have has its own frequency and has its own vibration. That's why that's why happy feels different than sad. That's why sad feels slower, heavier, happier feels lighter, faster. Because, you know, it all it all has its own vibration. Every thought that we put out, you know, is is an actual electrical impulse with its own, you know, unique fucking vibration. Okay, think think about this. This is sorry, I had to take a moment to try to figure out how to explain this. If th think about this, right? If you are happy, either happy or sad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with happy, I'm gonna go into sad. If you're happy, really having a great day, really having a good day, feeling amazing, and you come across somebody who is just super angry or super sad, and they kind of latch on to you and start talking to you and complaining and complaining, what happens? What do you feel? Like, what do you, like, if you think about that right now, what do you feel like in your chest? What do you, what is that feeling? You feel their energy. You feel that, that sadness because it has a, frequency it has a vibration that you notice the difference between how you feel and how they feel because it's different because because theirs is a slower vibration yours is happier and it's like this pull of the, these two energies that are kind of just fucking with each other and you feel that and if you're not careful you will let yours drop to their level but here's the other way to kind of spin it if you're feeling really sad really upset and somebody just comes up to you and makes you laugh your ass off or, or just gives you a big hug and says like I love you like what happens you boom like that energy even just for a moment just dissipates and you get brought up to that frequency because it's moving faster and it's like everything in nature wants to grow everything in nature is looking to you know continue to grow and to expand itself like that is life like what is life always doing It's renewing itself it's growing it's, it's expanding exponentially same with energy so it's it's trying to be you know, it's trying to transcend. You know, that's what I think anyway. And I did read something about it, and I cannot remember. I cannot for the life of me remember what it was called. It's like transcendental, something. I, I cannot remember what it's called. But um, it's just kind of the the principle of like how energy is always trying to, also, you know, recreate itself, renew itself, expand itself, and you know, essentially like sad becoming happy. So it's like eventually, it will. Um, so this, I, I guess my point with this is just how like energies and frequencies and vibrations do have an effect on each other and I think there's lots of ways you can, lots of examples you could probably, you know, look at. But my point is, a wall is vibrating, right? A wall has its own special frequency. So let's just say there's, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of anger in this one room, constantly, all the time, there's a lot of sadness, there's a lot of anger. like being projected out of hum a human being or many multiple human beings. So this wall, because it's right here and it's moving, and all this energy that is really strong because it's like conscious, you know, emotion, is eventually going to be absorbed somewhat by the wall, right? And I think this is part of why when you walk into a house or you walk into a building, you get a feeling because everything in that room or in that place is vibrating and somewhat has absorbed whatever frequency the, the people in there are putting out. And it's the same as like if you take your friend's shirt, you know, just someone that you really love and you put it on for a second, like for a moment you feel them, you know, and that's why like, 
everyone has their own vibe, you know what I mean? So it's like, whatever's happening in that space, it's like the things within that, like the house, or if it's built up over years and years and years and it's constant negativity, um, or even if it's like constant positivity, it's like you walk into some people's houses and you just fucking feel happy. Or you walk into some people's houses, you just feel sad, you just feel like scared. Like the, I just really think it it is like what's going on and the energies that are being created there, I really think that gets absorbed into the space. Um, so this is kind of why I was telling you about what was happening when I was a kid, because the more I understood this, I could look back and be like, yo, like that makes sense. There was a lot of negativity, there was a lot of fear, there was anxiety, there was anger, and like that's the shit that I felt when I was a kid. And um, if that creates some crazy manifestations that crawl on my wall, like I don't fucking know, but it's more about the essence of like fear. And I feel like fear can really change your brain and fear can make you see things differently, it can make you hallucinate. So it's like maybe because the emotion of fear was always so present, it manifested itself through shit that I was afraid of. And, you know, I've had that happen throughout my life and, you know, my little experience with psychedelics that I have had, um, which I could go into in a whole other video, you know, I've seen how fear can manifest itself. If you, if you allow it to, you know, reality will project, reflect back what you project onto it. You know, if, if you're looking for something, if you're trying to find something, if you're constantly thinking of something, eventually you're going to see that back. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think it is kind of, the, kind of si a similar a similar thing um, so I just I want to I want to kind of try to explain that the best I could It's very hard to articulate but I, I think I did kind of say it how I wanted to um, <clears throat> so anyway this is kind of the story that I wanted to end off with after explaining all that stuff so um, Higher Balance Institute uh, Eric Pepin I got very absorbed in a lot of his teachings and um, meditations and just kind of methods um, just a lot of things that I really clicked with really really amazing stuff like even like he has a podcast called rebel guru radio Which is part of the inspiration for my podcast even if you just listen to that it's free like you you will pick up so much shit and look at things in a different way like Really cool. But anyway, so a couple years after I had gotten into him into his stuff and kind of gotten to know like some people in the community um, I went to one of his meditation retreats, which was in Rhode Island. So I live in Ontario, Canada I had to fly there and it was a two, I think it was a two-day retreat. Um, so I'll try to sum up this story. Um, so it was at a place, I can't remember what the name of it was. Um, but it was in Rhode Island, which is kind of known for being a very, like, paranormal state. Like, a very, like, kind of ghost, ghosty, I don't know what the fucking word is. But, like, there a lot of weird stuff happens there. A lot of weird stuff has been documented in Rhode Island. And uh, so I feel like it's a really cool place because he... he you know, a lot of his teachings are based around being completely open to paranormal experiences and seeking that almost, um, not just like hunting ghosts, but I'm just saying like, like the shit that I talked to you about, like that, it's like just, that is his whole essence. Like he's like, I want you to have those experiences. That is why I do what I do. So I was going there with the intention of like, I want to have some kind of crazy metaphysical experience that I haven't never had. And I did, and I did. So let me kind of give you a little rundown. So it was at this old temple um, I don't know, you can call it a temple, like a Buddhist kind of retreat center. Uh, this really old building that was all wood. It was still really, really nice. It was in the middle of um, this huge forest with like some a river and trails, and it was just kind of in the middle of nowhere off this like back road. So I got there, and um, there's probably like 40 other people there. This huge building, there was like monks walking around that were just not part of the retreat. They just were there. Um, 
so throughout the weekend kind of what happened was he you know every every day like would do lectures for a couple hours talking about these kind of things talking about you know these kind of ideas like in person and um you know just explaining them and we would all do like little group meditations and this really trippy shit where we'd listen you know we would all sit in a circle and listen on our own individual headphones to this like sound of this like electricity you know going around 360 degrees in our headphones and what we would have to do is slow it down and make it go the other way just using our minds like it wouldn't actually be changing but we would have to do that and it was like crazy shit like that that was just so cool and I remember at one point he had these two big speakers set up and we just listened to the sound of cicadas. If you guys know what cicadas are, there's like bug, those bugs in the summertime that all like chirp together and make this kind of pulsing sound. So we just listened to that. And the goal of that was, okay, like what do you hear within that sound? So like for example, if you, if you ever have like a fan on, sometimes it sounds like people are talking. So it was that idea. So it was like, what do you hear? And so like, I would hear like a horse galloping. I would hear like the ocean. Like I would hear just random shit. And he would kind of go around and say like, what did you hear? What did you hear? So it was like the space between the cicadas all, um, you know, synchronizing and making this sound between all those, like there are, these other sounds would come out. So it was like, okay, like let's, let's focus on that. Let's notice like the space between things. And, um, he, he started to talk about how that in itself is some kind of like crack in reality because in a way if you, like let's just say it in a simpler way you have a fan on in your room and it sounds like people are talking what's happening is you you're you you are literally experiencing something else you're experiencing people talking so that fan is allowing you to move through and experience something completely different and go somewhere else so he started to talk about it in this way it was really fucking trippy um, but anyway, so the goal of the weekend and his whole kind of, he's like, you know, what he wanted to accomplish was something that he called the in-between. So, and th that's again why everything was focused on like the space in between things and what's in between everything and looking at, looking at that because we're always focused on like, you know, the whole, we're, all, we're always focused on like what's right in front of us. So what he basically told us, he's like, by the end of the weekend, at the end of the weekend, after I have given you this information, after we have done what we need to do, I am, everyone is going to do a group, like I guess you can call it hypnosis or you can call it meditation and we're all going to enter the in-between, this is what he called it. And it's basically an altered state of consciousness that kind of feels similar to being on psychedelics or being just like, you know, just having your brain waves completely slowed down and you know, just being in a, like basically tripping but not taking any drugs at all. Um, and obviously it's like, you hear something like that, you're like, that sounds really cool, I don't understand like what that would be like or how to get there, but okay, just be open. So throughout the weekend, I had some strange experiences and the cool part about this was that everybody at that building understood this shit about like the static and about energy and everybody had read and been absorbed in his in his teaching so there was this common kind of vibe and that shit was powerful because there's like a bunch of humans that are consciously projecting that vibe especially through group meditation so this whole place had this kind of openness to like shit that that it just feel like is closed off otherwise um and that was crazy and i ended up like you know seeing some weird shit i, I remember going to the basement um and this like black concrete room and I stood in this like cellar uh, with these two other dudes and uh, because one of them was like yo I think there's like something down here so we went down there and we just stood there 
and I just started to feel that same fucking presence that I used to feel when I was a kid, but it wasn't like scary. And it was pitch black, but this like static shit started getting really bright because we were all focused on it. We were all focused on this one corner of this room and it started growing and it literally looked like it, w it started to form into the shape of like a really tall, tall person or like human looking creature. And it started to like sway a little bit and we were like talking to it. And then like the one guy sh like shone his flashlight on it. And um, like normally when you shine light on in the dark, it's like immediate. But it was like this patch of static shit. It was really dense, so it looked like it stayed for like a split second and then left. So just shit like that. Um, but, okay, I, I, this is kind of my final story because I know I've kind of rambled on. Um, so at the end of the weekend, we did end up doing this, uh, whatever it was, going in between. And it started with him sitting there. And he just started saying, the room is long and narrow. The room is long and and narrow the room is long and narrow dude like even saying it right now I'm like it just fucking trips me out but like for some reason he when he said that like it just was something's like just felt like it started to shift and he just kept repeating it repeating it repeating it over and over and over and over and over and, and a couple like other weird things but yo by the end of it I literally felt like I was like in a different fucking reality whatever he did whatever he said whatever the, the collective vibe was, it was like something shifted. So I did feel, and I, it's hard to even remember, it almost feels like when you have a really vivid dream and you wake up, you try to remember it, but because it was happening at such a high rate, like a high frequency or, you know, like your brain is just, it was being processed faster than your waking state, you can't really remember it because it starts to fade away because like you're, you're not <laughs> processing in that high of a, of a rate like at the current at your current state so it's hard for me to even kind of think about because it was just like happening at a different fucking state um but anyway what this is this was like probably the weirdest experience i ever had um so so i ended up just walking around it's like once everybody was in that state he said all right don't talk to anybody go do your own thing go walk around explore walk around outside just whatever you feel go do it so everyone's just doing their own thing and i walked through the whole building i remember i found this hallway with this weird red light and it looked like the hallway went on for fucking ever. And uh, I remember going outside and there's this one light that was generally just on. It was like blinking. So I was, I, you know, just, I just started to notice all this weird shit. And uh, I barely remember even going to bed. And we slept in these little rooms with like just mattresses on the floor. There's no fucking internet. There's no nothing. It's just, just fucking, you know what I mean? Like it's just a, it's a temple, you know what I mean? And um, so this, this was the weirdest thing. And I will never forget this, and this is kind of the story I'm going to end off with. Um, so I went to bed after that, after being the, the, the in-between, the altered state, whatever the fuck that was. And so I went to sleep, and I woke up at probably around 5 or 6 in the morning. And I woke up to a police officer knocking on our room door. And uh, the lady that cooked food for everybody, super sweet lady, was also there with him. And I, so I woke up and I was the only person that was awake. And the, the cop was, pe you know, peeking his head in and because like lightly knocking. He's like, hey, like, is everybody okay? And I was like, yeah, like everyone's just asleep. And I was kind of confused, like, really fucking confused. And uh, so I kind of woke up a little bit more. So the police officer said, well, we just got an emergency call. Like we got dialed from this building. 
And then the lady who cooked the food said, well, the only landline is in this room. The only landline in this building is in this room. Okay? But, the only fucking landline was right above my head where I was sleeping on the floor. It was literally beside my fucking head. And there was no phone plugged into it. And I know that sounds like complete bullshit, but, um, yeah, that's what happened. There was no phone, there was nothing, and none of us know what the fuck happened. I have no fucking clue. All I know is that, um, everybody in that place, I think, um, altered something, and there was some crazy-ass energy going on, there was some crazy-ass shit, and, again, like, energy, frequency, electricity, who fucking knows? But that's what happened. And, uh, they, obviously, the cop and her just left, because it was like, well, alright, well, everyone's fine, like, who knows? But, dude, I, that stuck with me, man, because I, like, I have no fucking clue what happened, and, like, I was right beside it. Like, there was not a phone plugged into it. And it wasn't, he said it wasn't, like, from a cell phone, it was from that line. Um, so that was, that was really fucking strange. So anyway, guys, I think that's, whew, that's probably good, but that, that was one of the weirdest experiences I had, and I, since then I've had, um, I mean, my whole life feels like a fucking trip at this point because of the stuff that I think about all the time. It just, my life starts to feel like a trip and a fucking, it kind of drives me nuts sometimes, you know, it's, it's amazing and I love it, but the more that I think about it, the more questions I start to ask myself, the more I start to put things together, it's... It did, my life feels like something completely different than it did even six months ago. And uh, I think the whole thing is just fucking paranormal. The whole thing's a paradox, the whole thing's a mystery, the whole thing is magic, and that's just the nature of it. Um, so when you have weird shit happen within that, it's like it makes sense because the whole thing is a fucking paranormal experience when you think about it. Like, when we talk about ghosts, we take for granted us, we take for granted our existence, right? Like, we're. we're, we're trying to figure out, like, oh, what are these weird things, like, that we're seeing in ghosts and shit, but it's like, yeah, what about us? Like, what about the fucking world? What about fucking life? Like, don't take that for granted. Like, that is weird. That is weirder in itself than seeing a fucking candle move, you know what I mean? Like, yo, think about that. And it's like, once you start to think about those things, it's like, what is going on? So, yeah. Alright, well, I think that's about it. If there's uh, other stuff you want me to talk about, please drop a comment down there. I love reading your comments. I, it, it really helps me to kind of get a gra get a, you know, better idea of what you guys want to hear. So, that was that was cool. That was a trip one. I like sharing those stories. Um, so yeah, new music's coming soon. I know I keep saying that, but it is. Um, I'm working on it and five new songs I'm really excited about. Going on tour. I just announced some more tour dates with uh Q's what we aim for. Playing Ireland finally. I'm so pumped to play Ireland. And uh, so all those links links are below to all that stuff and stay cozy merch um, right here. Check it out. This is going to be the design. I'm printing on shirts. I'm just waiting for my t-shirt press to get here. So I'll have those ASAP. But yeah, I think that's about it, guys. Thanks for watching. I love you. Stay cozy. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that bell notification. And I will see you next week for another Coffee Thoughts and Friday for another random video. Alright, love you guys. Stay cozy. Peace.